0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Saskatchewan government unveils a major program to control farm pests. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results. Online at McDougallAuction.com And South Country Equipment, your one-stop for great service and a selection of agricultural precision ag and lawn and garden products. The Saskatchewan government has unveiled a comprehensive plan to combat agricultural pests this year. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says almost $3 million will be used to battle noxious weeds, plant diseases, rats and beavers. Uh, Fed uh, provincial, federal
1: provincial money, uh, it's $2.85 million uh, annually and uh, it will be administered in partnership with SARM. And so uh, you know, it eliminates pests across the province, such as rats, invasive plants, beavers, uh and particularly nasty diseases of plants such as clubroot that's being monitored now. So you know, this is uh provides a consistent approach to uh, controlling pests and uh, should minimize the uh, impact to agriculture and uh, in some cases the environment and even uh, infrastructure.
0: I understand you be hiring 6 full-time and 6 part-time plant health officers for service across the province.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, they'll provide training and support to uh ensure a consistent and proactive approach across the province, and they'll help monitor and survey and report on uh, pests, uh, prohibited plants, and noxious weeds uh, around the province. So I think this, uh, this will be very helpful. We're so, doing quite a broad survey this summer around club roots, so it's going to be a quite a different program.
0: But you're wanting to control bad weeds and, of course, rats and beavers. They're, they're an issue.
1: Those yes, those are the main issues that are being looked at and continually.
0: Now, on another topic, we've got the crop report out. Uh, your thoughts on crop conditions?
1: Well, you know, there are no real crop conditions yet, but there are soil conditions, and it's dry to very dry across the south, and uh, adequate to significantly uh, more than adequate uh, in some areas uh, farther north in the grain belt, so it's uh, a mixed bag as usual in this province, uh, but the south certainly could use some rain, and uh, I guess uh, farther north, some more nice sunny weather like this.
0: Stats Canada expects farmers to seed more cereal grains and less canola. Do you think that's Likely to happen?
1: possibly yeah i think in a lot of areas the rotation been pretty well maxed out for canola it's been good price and we've had good production for a number of years now and i think guys are finding that they just have to back off a little on the rotation so they don't get into trouble with things like cl- club root and so that could be a factor there and uh I suspect that pulse crop acres may be down as well, too, particularly because of the trade issues with India.
0: This week you signed a Memorandum of Understanding with Fertilizer Canada. Tell me a little bit about that and the 4R program.
1: Yeah, in 2016, uh, I, I signed a, a memorandum of cooperation with Fertilizer Canada over the, for regarding the 4R Nutrient Stewardship Program, and, uh, you know, that's a program that has the capacity to reduce greenhouse gas emissions from fertilizer use from 15 to 25 uh, additional percent, and it's around, the 4Rs stand for uh, right rate, right time, right place, and right source. Um, So in other words, use the right kind of fertilizer, uh, use it at the right time, uh, get it situated properly in the soil with relation to the seed and the right type of fertilizer as
2: well.
0: Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart. The province's fire commissioner has issued a warning about the high wildfire risk in south and central Saskatchewan. Dwayne McKay says the high risk is due to dry conditions, along with drying winds after the snow melt. McKay says there's emergency systems in place in case a wildfire breaks out.
1: We have set up some emergency response caches around the province. We've expanded those to include uh, fire caches. We have uh, set up a situational awareness team that monitors all of the risks within the province, no matter what they might be, to ensure that our resources are moved to where those high-risk areas are.
0: There have already been a couple of wildfires this spring. They've had wildfires near Dundurn and Lumsden. They have been extinguished. McKay confirmed the Prairie Fire near Lumsden started because of a cigarette butt tossed from the window of a vehicle. A portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca Canadian National Railway says it has met all grain orders in Western Canada for the third straight week. CN says it's current to demand and is seeking additional export orders from grain companies. Vice President Doug McDonald says the decisive action taken in March to deploy more crew and locomotives has led to dramatic improvements in the movement of grain from Western Canada. He says CN has spotted more than 5,500 grain cars every week since early March and the company is soliciting more orders from grain companies. In February, CN averaged 4,100 cars a week, creating cash flow issues for many farmers in Saskatchewan. CN says weekly demand for this week, May 5th, is below 5,000 cars and CN is temporarily parking roughly 1,200 hopper cars. CN says the cars will be available for any increase in orders moving forward. Removing excess railcar fleet from the network improves fluidity for all markets. Deadlines are often the impetus needed to reach agreement on complicated deals. That appears to be the case with the North American Free Trade Agreement renegotiation. The United States wants an agreement by the end of this month, so the Republican majority in Congress can have a ratification vote before the end of the year. That's important because November midterm congressional elections could see more Democrats in office, and that could create additional complications. Colin Robertson is the vice president of the Canadian Global Affairs Institute He says the White House is viewing NAFTA much differently than it did one year ago. Donald Trump
2: ran saying that NAFTA was the worst deal ever and threatened to tear it up on day one. And I think there's now an appreciation within the administration that NAFTA would serve their interests. And I think that the administration has invested a significant amount of effort into these negotiations, and we've had eight formal rounds and effectively a ninth round. And I think there's a sense on the administration's part that if they can get a deal, it would serve their political interests, their political constituencies, particularly farmers and uh, auto workers, and so that I think they would like to now have a deal, but it has to be under their terms.
0: At this point, Robertson says the main stumbling block to a NAFTA agreement is the rules of origin for automobiles. The Americans want concessions, but Robertson says there are key areas where Canada and Mexico are holding their position.
2: The critical one for Canada and Mexico is that relating to anti-dump and countervail and this is basically American allegations of either underpricing or goods that are sold with subsidies and this has been used against Canada for both agricultural goods and as well as more recently on newsprint and the sale of Bombardier jets into the United States which uh, from a Canadian perspective fortunately was overturned by the International Trade Commission so that sale will go
0: ahead. Robertson is impressed with the movement negotiators from all three countries have made behind the scenes.
2: If you put this agreement in comparison to other agreements, we've made remarkable progress in the nine-plus months since negotiations began. But the driving force right now is the U.S. legislative calendar. The administration would have to effectively have an agreement for submission to Congress by the end of May in order to meet The mandated schedule of time consideration which is roughly 180 legislative days and then a 90 day period under which the international trade commission looks at the agreement following which there could be a vote as i say an up or down vote in both the House of Representatives and the Senate.
0: The NAFTA vote would likely be held in late November or early December. Colin Robertson is the Vice President of the Canadian Global Affairs Institute. The next round of high level NAFTA talks resume on Monday. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1 800 284 9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the Office of Scott Bjornson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were moving down in early trading this morning. Canola fell 260 at 499.94. Oats went down a dollar one at 152.46. Number one red spring wheat declined 318 at 244.51. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 252.81. Feed barley, 195.63. Flax, 462.84. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is down 5.5 cents at 624.5 a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This
3: is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartline Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Just under 400 head on offer here at our Thursday regular sale. Last pre-sort of the year here is Tuesday, May 8th. they got to be here by 2 o'clock on the Monday for pre-sorting. We do have some replacement heifers for that one. Cow market looked like it was barely steady. These real good green-fed cows, they'll bring anywhere from 89 to 94, 95. Sales right up to 97, 98 bucks, right on the right kind. Hay-fed cows, medium cows, they're going to bring anywhere from 82 to 89, 89 bucks. Good bulls, maybe a hair lower from 115, right up to 122. That's last pre-sort of the year. Here is or of the spring is here on Tuesday. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range
4: of 140 to 147 per CKG. Today, sales expected to be around 5,700 head, selling a range of 138 to 148 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, May 4th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 142.65, Ham's cash, 141.15, Thunder Creek Brick Co 138.90, and high life, $146.06 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down six basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2862. Canadian dollars currently trading at 77.83 cents US. US cash markets were weaker in yesterday's trade, losing about 80 cents US 100 weight in most reporting regions. This decline in cash bids have erased the gains made earlier this week and further shakes the confidence within the market on seeing a typical spring rally. The lower move matches the decline seen in the pork carcass cutout, which suggests that some packers are managing their margins by matching changes in wholesale pork prices to their hog costs. Clean hog futures moved lower, in part due to yesterday's cash market move, with the October and December contracts starting to lose value compared to the summer
0: months that are already trading at a smaller than average premium to the cash market. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 20 kilometers per hour and the high today 23 degrees. Tonight, more chance of showers, 30% chance of rain, the low 6 degrees. Saturday, partly cloudy with wind northwest 20, the high 21, the low 7. Sunday, sunny skies, the high 24, the low 10. Monday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 24, the low 9. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers on Tuesday with a high of 18, the low 7. Wednesday, sunny skies, the high 21, the low 6. Thursday, sunny, the high near 20. The normal high is 17 degrees. The normal low is plus 2. The sun rose at 528 this morning. It sets at 822 tonight. And we have an interesting hot spot in Saskatchewan. The hot spot is Maple Creek at 22.9 degrees. In other words, 23 degrees at Maple Creek. That's just shy of the hot spot in Canada. This hour, the hot spot in Canada is 24.8 degrees in St. Catharines, Ontario. The cold spot, by the way, in Saskatchewan is zero at Collins Bay. And in Canada, minus 22 degrees in Eureka, Nunavut Territory. On the roundup right now, we have... Estevan at 22 degrees, Saskatoon is 19, Swift Current is 20, Weyburn 21, Yorkton is 19. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's 21 degrees, that's 70 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 24 gusting to 35. Humidity is 20%, the barometer dropping 101.5. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 20 degrees, Winds are from the west-northwest at 15. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy in 21, that's 70 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.